I'm Mel Kettle, and you're listening to This Connected Life, the show where connected leaders share their experience, values, and strategies that have helped them become more connectable so they achieve success in life and business. Hi, everyone, and welcome again to This Connected Life. I'm your host, Mel Kettle. Thank you again to everybody who's been listening and sending me feedback. I feel like my mini-sode last week on authenticity and trust really resonated. I've had so many beautiful messages from you, and I cannot tell you how grateful I am. It's because of your messages that I keep on going. They really inspire me and encourage me to continue to find things that I think you might be interested in hearing about and learning about. So if there's any other topic to do with communication or connection or collaboration that you'd like me to talk about, please let me know. You can either email me or you can text me or message me or, you know, however we are connected, shoot me a message that way. Today, I want to talk about collaboration. I've been asked recently to create a keynote presentation on collaboration to talk to a group of government communicators about. And so while I was pulling my thoughts together, I thought that makes it a really good opportunity to talk to you about some of my things that I'm thinking about as well. Good grammar there, things I'm thinking about. Anyway, you know what I mean. I've been in collaborative teams for nearly all of my career, and some of them have been amazing. Some of them have been not. Some of them it's been like you're in the high seas during a storm with lots of topsy-turviness. Others have been collaborations where it's just been really smooth sailing and we only had the occasional squall. Do you like my sailing analogies? <laughs> I was looking at some old photos the other day and um, saw some photos of when I was learning to sail when I was 10 and 11. And I was learning in a sabo with my brother. He went on to be a really good sailor and he loves it and I did not. And that is all I'm going to say. Story for another time. What I want to talk about is collaboration and creating collaborative teams, whether it's in your organization or more broadly across your industry. Creating these teams can increase ideas, they can save your organization money, and they can absolutely result in better project outcomes. And yet far too often we sit in our office or in our desk within our silos, in our organizations, and we work frantically on projects that have looming deadlines. We don't know if we're doing the right thing. We don't have anyone to talk about. We're just doing our own bit for a project that quite often has no context and can be really, ba really boring and really painful. I've been really lucky throughout my career to have worked on a whole range of different collaborations. As an employee, when I first started working, I organized conferences and we did it in a, with, in a team as a collaboration between my organization. And yes, we were paid, but my organization and the organization who was hosting the event. And sometimes there were other organizations brought in as well. When I worked in government, I was really fortunate to be on some fantastic collaborative projects that were both within my department that I worked in, as well as one massive project or a couple of massive projects that spanned across the whole of government. Some of those collaborations, my role was as the leader. Some of them, I was a member on a committee or a team, and my little bit contributed to the success of this massive project. You know, there's an expression that says the sum of the parts is greater. No, 
oh my God, I always get this expression wrong. What it basically means is, because <laughs> I'm going to botch it again, when you add everything up, the sum is greater than the individual bits added up. So, you know, one plus one plus one plus one can equal 10 when you're collaborating really cleverly. The projects I loved were the ones that had really, we had a clear purpose, we had strong leadership, and we had a solid strategy. The projects that were hideous were the ones where there was a very, very distinct lack of trust. We had really poorly formed timeframes. And the majority of the people on the project or in the collaboration were there because they were told to be. There was not a lot of regard or respect for the skills and the attributes that each of the people on the team had to offer. And quite often these projects Even though we worked as a team, we worked in little mini silos because they only paid lip service to their word collaboration. So there were always tears and there were sometimes tantrums and it was a really challenging experience. The collaborations that were successful, they were amazing. Some of those projects that I worked on, I met people who have become friends and who will be friends for the rest of my life. I also, you know, they gave me a chance to really increase my skills. They gave me a chance to learn a lot more about the individuals I was working with, but also the topic that we were working on. I've been fortunate in the last few years to do some work with cooperative research centres and their collaborations between government, industry and universities. And they come together to solve a specific problem relevant to the industry that they are working in. And some of the outcomes and some of the things that these teams and these collaborations can create are really quite life-changing for the people involved, as well as the outcomes of the projects that change the lives of the people who get to benefit from what has been created. So have a think about how can you collaborate within your organisation? I see a lot of organisations that have great potential for collaboration and a lot of organisations that seem quite scared of it. A couple of the reasons I think people don't collaborate is because they don't understand the benefits, either to the project or to the people in the teams as a whole. Often people don't collaborate because the leadership team or the senior leader of the project or the team is just so interested in creating their own kingdom that they don't want to share what they know with anybody else because they're worried that it might be used to undermine their authority. They might be worried that their ideas will get stolen. And I'm using, you know, little inverted commas as I say the word stolen because seriously, how many ideas are truly original? Not that many. They're also so entrenched in their own silo that they don't know how or they don't think that collaboration could be an option. And I certainly know there's been times in my career when I've wanted to collaborate on different things with different people. And my ideas have been shut down because the people I wanted to collaborate with either have said, I haven't got the time, I'm not interested, I don't like you, you know, fair enough, I get that. Not everybody likes me. But often it's because they don't want to share. And they've got this mentality of scarcity when it comes to ideas and suggestions and they don't want to share in case they don't get a cut of the profit or they don't get the glory or they don't get whatever they feel might be their due. And that to me is crazy because we know from research and from our own experiences that when we collaborate, we're more productive, we've got lower costs, It also improves the health of the people in your team. So the next time you think about not collaborating, think about this. 
Collaboration brings teams closer together. It helps you problem solve. It can save you money. It allows people to get to know each other better, which leads to stronger relationships, which leads to more engagement, productivity and profit. It can also open up channels of conversation and communication and it can lead to higher retention rates because usually when you're doing a collaboration, you're doing work that's more interesting and you're exposed to work that's more interesting. So have a think about all of those things the next time you think about collaborating. What I'd really like to know is when was the last time you instigated a collaboration and how did it turn out? And I'd also love to know, what was your favourite collaboration project that you were on and why? Please, can you tell me? You can connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag ThisConnectedLife. You can tag me at Mel Kettle. You can email me mel at melkettle.com. And if you're not sure about how to go about a collaboration in your organisation, or if you want to take an argument to your senior leaders about why you need to be collaborating more effectively, either within your organisation or across your industry, I'd really love to help you develop an argument that you can use so that you can create some collaboration amazingness. So please get in touch. I'd love to hear. And that's it for me today. Thank you very much. And I will talk to you again next week. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you really liked what you heard, please leave me a review on iTunes or a recommendation on LinkedIn, or both. The show notes are all on the website, melkettle.com forward slash podcast. And I'd love you to connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. You'll find me at Mel Kettle. See you next time and stay connected. Bye. Bye.